the vampires. 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 And werewolves and witches. Homewrecker. Homewrecker. You don't understand. Hormone adult teenager. You don't understand. Promposal. Promposal. But which one should I choose? I hate you, Mom. This is Hannah's Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, featuring Saskia and Eric and Hannah Davies. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to round 21 of Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. This is the podcast of my dreams that I invented uh, to torture my two favorite people, Eric and Saskia. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. I love the teen drama. I love a lot of television, but the teen drama would probably be my favorite genre of TV to love. And so I made a list of my favorite 30 teen dramas, and we are making our way up from the bottom to the top in an elimination bracket style competition where you have to watch two different episodes every podcast and vote on which show you don't ever want to have to watch again. How's it going, guys? I'm great. It's going great, Hannah. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Uh, so, like I said, we're in round 21. Our current champion is uh, The O.C., yeah. Fox's 2003 masterpiece. We're on the third episode. And our newest challenger is the first two episodes of ABC's 1993 Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, which is not a teen drama. Not yet. No, not yet. It's a child sitcom. But it continues until they are deep into college. And there is a teenager, older brother. Eric is there. All right, there is a very there is a teenager. And he, you know, he has, has a storyline. Right. Teenage With? issues. Okay. Uh, but yes, Corey very much says he's 12. I wish I could start us in season three of Boy Meets World when, you know, they're he, 14. He's 11. 11. 11, sorry, you're right, 11. Uh, which is even worse than Degrassi, even younger than Degrassi. Yeah. Uh, it's, anyway, we'll get into... Boy Meets World second. Feelings, exactly. Um, and laugh tracks later. Let's talk about... <laughs> the OC. What happened the in the third... Who wants to tell us what happened in the gamble? I would love to tell you what happened in the gamble. Go right. ahead. <clears throat> okay, so first of all... I might cry again. Okay, I hope that you don't. But you know what? Actually, it'd make for great ratings. I... Great, great radio. Yes. I've only cried on one episode of TV Donut, <laughs> and that was Queer Spoke. <laughs> um... So, uh, first of all, uh, the episode three of the OC, this is the first episode that uh, Ryan doesn't get arrested in. He's already he in is jail. Already in jail. He starts in jail, so, which is kind of cheating, but, you know, he, he doesn't get arrested, so I think that'll break the trend. I think that we're going to see more and more episodes where Ryan does not get arrested. Let's hope. Um, Otherwise, it's going to be expensive to continue bailing him out of jail. Yes. And annoying. <laughs> But the viewer, really. we obviously want to see Weevil again, so... Right, so, well, we haven't seen him. Maybe I'm kind of pulling for... <laughs> we saw Weevil. No, no, we... Oh, at this point. At yeah, the I mean, very in, beginning. in Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, we haven't seen Weevil. No, that's true. Right, Weevil is a character on Veronica Mars. I'd like to pitch that this is Weevil, though. Like, the character does have a name, it's Z. This guy Z, is much more Canadian. of a, more of a but dick. But this is before, right? He didn't come soft until he meets Mars. It's true. He's a bad dude. He's a head of a biker gang. Yeah. This I, they're in Chino. That's yeah. near Neptune, which isn't real, but it's in the same state. I would like us to believe that, that is this Weevil. is Weevil. Yes. Go ahead. No, I'm, uh, I'm not going to buy it. 
It doesn't matter. So, what's going on in this episode? Um, <clears throat> the first thing that happens is uh, Luke gets bailed out. We remember from last episode, Luke and Ryan were both arrested because... For arson. For arson. Oh. But uh, because Luke um, was very adamant about telling the truth that it was an accident between the two of them, uh, they bumped it down to uh, to some misdemeanor. Trespassing. I don't know. I don't know you're right. I'm yeah. Um, so, because uh, Luke has rich parents... And, and a clean he record. Has parents of all... Yeah, and a clean record. Um, he gets to be... He gets bailed out. out. Yeah, immediately. But because Ryan uh, has a prior, which we saw in episode one, and because he doesn't have anyone to release him, like, anyone that they can release him into custody of... Uh, the grammatically, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it makes into sense. Into the care of. Into the care of. Uh, he has to stay for 60 to 90 days, I think. Until his trial. Yeah. Um, which is sad because there's a, there's a real mean dude there. His name is Weevil and he's terrorizing <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nash. You got a problem? You disrespecting me? As long as you hear, you best watch out for me, man. For no reason. For no good reason. That we know of. Um, I think it's just like... It's, so this this is... Is this what Juvenile Hall looks like? Because it looks like, like a maximum... Security, security prison. prison. Yeah. yeah. It does. Um, I think it is very scary and... Yes. I think it does. I don't know. I've never been to Juvie. I don't yeah, know what I, it looks I like. It, I bet it depends on what city you're in. Yeah. And how much money they have. But, but, I mean, we've seen Juvie before in, in, say, like, Shameless. Yeah. It was not quite as locked down, but it is pretty similar to a prison-like atmosphere. But they could go, come and go. I, do they not have school in Juvie? Like, wouldn't they have school? Right, yes, they would have to go to school, probably. Or have tutors and stuff, yeah. yeah. It was very weird. If I don't when, know. Well, they, they go to visit, and it's kind of a very... Where, what area is it that they're in? It looked like a meal hall, but at the same time, was it a visitation area? But what were all the other well, we people saw just them in the there. cafeteria? Was it the cafeteria? No, like when they actually ate lunch. That's yeah. true. It was a very. So I think it was like a visiting room. But then, yeah, she's like screaming guards. Like she can't just walk out of that room. Yeah, Seems I, like they're locked in there. It was like very I don't know. Weird. Yeah, it was very prison-like. I think that's because um, it didn't look like Weevil had any visitors. Like he was, just he was there. just hanging out in the yes. visitor room. Yeah, gotcha. Anyway, <laughs> I think maybe he was waiting for his. Visit. Maybe that could that's be true. it. Yeah, because that's where Ryan was too. That's yeah. what it seemed like. He was waiting for his person, and he couldn't even keep his mouth shut long enough to see whoever that person was. <laughs> Probably right. his lawyer, which he doesn't care about or whatever. Um, but I think what happened was the OC. Uh, they had access to a prison set. And was like, well, you know, we could build a juvie set, or we could go transform to this, it into one. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, the whole the, the central conflict here is that um, Seth really wants them to like adopt Ryan. Like he has fallen in love with Ryan. Is he's his best friend platonically? And, yeah, platonically, but 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 truthfully. Yes. yes. And from his soul. Best bromance so far. Yes. Until Corey and Sean. Um, it's it's like that they were brothers for their whole lives, but except that they just met each other a couple days ago. Yes. Um, it's very weird. <laughs> they're very it's close. <laughs> and I feel like uh, in real life, they also just like bonded really quickly. Oh, really? Uh, That's good to know. really good friends. Yeah. Um, but Seth's mom, who's, what's her name? Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten, uh, Kirsten and the noobsies. 
Sorry? The Noobsies. The Noobsies? That's her friends. That's what they're called. The Noobsies. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that. No. She said it a bunch I, of times. Get me he, away from the Noobsies. Oh, he, not after me with the Noobsies. I, I, okay. I, hear, hear like, I feel like she just kept saying the ladies. Yeah, maybe. She said that a few times, too. Um, Kirsten does not want Ryan to live with them. No. Um, she she did, did not. She's a parent for the last, like, two episodes and this one thus yeah. far. She's not his mother. No, Seth is her priority. She is not. She has a child already. Yeah. Um, but and she Sandy did. She is, did. Yeah. Is similarly wanting to take him in. I think Sandy does feel like that would be best for Ryan, but he understands like Which, he, when Kirsten says no, Sandy's like, okay, well then this is what we have to do to. This is the best. I don't thing think you, yeah. he thinks it's unreasonable to say no. No, yes. Whereas yeah. Seth is like, you're being unreasonable. You should just no, horrible let him person stay here. Yeah. yeah, and he's like basically not speaking to them <laughs> while eating a lot of cereal. Oh, so <laughs> a multitude of different types of cereals. Yeah. Um, but Kirsten did pay for, or not sorry, not pay for. Uh, she dropped the charges. Um, um yeah. The so. Fire. Which, you know, which could have been a lot worse for him. Yes. And she is paying for a private detective to try and find his mom. Yeah. Um, because so that of, he can get out of jail. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, what's what's her name? Uh, Melody? Uh, Marissa? Marissa. Ah! It's an M name. <laughs> it's fine. It just, sh- it just shows he's not invested, which I'm glad to see. Uh, Go ahead. Marissa's looking hot in this episode. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, Marissa it wants to talk to Luke. Um, yes, she, and he is not talking to her. He he is very upset. Why did she leave the party to go to him? Not just, cool. It doesn't make sense to Luke, and he's frustrated. And she's trying to explain to him that uh, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Um, so this is a uh, uh, this is a little bit annoying because we know that Luke has been cheating on her. Right. Or cheated on her once. At least once, yeah. But in front of so many people. <laughs> like, he doesn't, he doesn't even care. Weird. All of her friends, like... <laughs> yeah. In, in, it's just, um, yeah. Just I'm not blatant. sure. I don't, my memory's not great. I don't know that they've slept together yet. Uh, Luke feel, and Marissa? Yeah. Oh. I feel like it's one of those things in his mind where he's like, she's my girlfriend, but like, until we're having sex, I get to have sex with other girls that aren't like important. That's weird. But that might be crazy. Anyway. Um, so we are getting, like, bits of, like, maybe Luke's not such a terrible guy, but then also Hannah is telling us things about him. <laughs> that might <laughs> not even be true. <laughs> that, could, that could potentially not be true, but could very well be true. I feel like they haven't had sex. Um, anyways, so... I feel like she has sex with Ryan for the first time. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Sandy Cohen's... Uh, Sandy Cohen gets a call from... The private investigator. Yes, while she's he's yelling at Julie in the most amazing scene ever. This boy is violent. He's a menace. I mean, they may forgive and forget, but I don't. Who's to say you won't do it again? You're right. You are right. All I know is that the police are taking criminals off the street, and Sandy Cohen is putting them in my backyard. How does she put up with it? Who, Kirsten? She's never home. She's always working, building her empire or whatever. I feel sorry for her. Dr. Phil did a show on mothers who avoid their home lives by becoming workaholics. So sad. I just hope she has a vault and she keeps her jewels locked up. She has some very expensive brooches. Did you hey, see ladies. Care if I join you? Mm. Mine? So, I couldn't help but over here. I 
Well, well, I hope that you're not. Mad? Offended? No. I am disappointed. And frankly, I'm a little surprised. This is supposed to be a community that welcomes outsiders. I mean, me, I'm all the way from the Bronx, and you're from, from what? Riverside, right? Which is not that different, really, from where Ryan's from. Excuse me a minute. Hello. Yeah. Dawn, that's her. Uh-huh. Good job. Okay, bye. Thanks for the muffin. Can I have a napkin now? Yes. In that coffee shop, which was... Oh, right. So, uh... So hard. The noopsies, who are this, uh, this party planning committee that plans... Charity events. Yeah, they plan charity events. Um... Think of it like the DAR in Gilmore Girls, but like way less classy. And way less, it's not like about, they don't do charity events in Gilmore Girls, do, do they? For the DAR does. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, Kirsten is part of that committee, and even though she doesn't like any of them, she feels like she has a social obligation to be part of that. They're her oldest friends. They're her oldest friends. They grew up together in the OC. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and their names, in case anyone care, are Julie, Karen, Betsy, and Taryn. At least the ones that talked. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's more people. There was more than that. <laughs> okay. They didn't get names because they didn't say anything. Um, but uh, they're planning a uh, they're planning a gambling themed uh, charity event. And they party. can't agree on if it's Monte Carlo night or Vegas night or. Or the other one was uh, Casino Night. Yes, which is all the same thing. Yeah, but it can't be Monte Carlo Night because they can't have two tuxedo events in the same month. It's and hilarious. Cotillion is coming up. Ah, uh, Cotillion, another <laughs> great episode. Um. Anyways, so uh, they I um while they're planning that, uh, uh, Kirsten is getting frustrated w- with that. Uh, um, it's stressful for her, so she has to leave. Also, I think the guilt trip is getting to her that Seth gave her. Like, I think they're blabbing on. Yeah. And then, and then Julie came in and was like, it's not your fault you brought that boy into our neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. And she's yeah. like, oh, am I being like them? <laughs> like, I can't be what, like, I can't react to Ryan like they would. Yeah, Ryan's that a makes person. me a bad person. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. And while uh, Seth sneaks out yeah, of the he's house. grounded. He's grounded, so he has to sneak out, and his mom catches him because she's hiding, like, <laughs> hiding from them. Um, and Seth's like, "I'm gonna go visit Ryan at Juvie," and on my skateboard. <laughs> yes, he just wants to skateboard is literally everywhere, miles away. Yeah, yeah. The, their gated community is not right next door no, to a juvenile. Definitely not anywhere near it. Um, but uh, maybe he's gonna skateboard to the bus. <laughs> Kirsten realizes that, you know what, maybe I am being a little harsh on Ryan. Uh, I'll, you should give me 15 minutes to get rid of these people, and I'll come with you, and we'll go visit Ryan. Um, he asks her to come with him. Yeah. He's like, you know, what's what's the, I think she says, like, you know, I've dropped the charges. Uh, what else can I do? What else can, what else, what, what do you want me to do? He's like, you can come visit. Um, very. Damn, I love Seth. Very good. Uh, <clears throat> Seth also he asks. Tries to get Marissa to go. Yes, he gets to see Summer in a bra. This is this is one of my Jimmy. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna sleep with Summer first, Jimmy or Seth? Who's Jimmy? Uh, Marissa's dad. Oh, bull! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's not okay. gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, one of the parents is gonna sleep with one of the kids, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 no, you know which one. I do. <laughs> 
Um, this is one of my favorite scenes when Seth tries to get Marissa to uh, come visit. Because what? You want to go to a Star Wars convention? <laughs> and he's like... Oh, you couldn't have made it You X-Men. couldn't have said X-Men? Like, X-Men is... So like... much better. <laughs> but it is, though. At that time, it would have been slightly cooler. But is not it? to summer. I don't oh, think so. I feel like that was... Yeah. Definitely before... <laughs> Star Wars was re-released, right? So, like, being a Star Wars fan was, like, super nerdy back then. Uh, maybe, like, X-Men, okay. like, would have been, like, Hugh Jackman. Like, that's sort of cool-ish. Is this 2002? This is, uh, 2003. 2003. Now, the prequels are already Right, out. it was 2001 and 99. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So, um, anyways, Seth is a nerd, and that's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um... But uh, Marissa uh, is busy with her uh, with Summer, and, and she's not going to come. She's also, like, she's confused and upset. She doesn't yeah. know what to... Well, you know. Ryan was mean to her and was like, you're too good for me. Go away. Get out of here. Yeah, that was the last conversation they had before the house burned <laughs> out, and they stared at each other in the driveway. Um, so they, uh, Kirsten and Seth go to visit Ryan at the juvenile hall, and they see, like, how terrible it is for him there. Weevil's there. And he's like uh, talking dirty to what, Mama. Yeah, what is, is that? What you would call that? Talking dirty. He's well, like yeah. catcalling her. Yes. Um, and Ryan is like going to protect her. Ryan is the is the the mom protector. He told him to back off like twice, and he so, did hey, it. Back, back off, oh, is man. Is that your lady? Is that your girl? Yeah. And then he like jumps him and gets his mm-hmm. ass beat. And then Weevil's like, "You're dead." Oh, and there's like a mark on his neck because Weevil he earlier used with a plastic fork. Yeah. Um. It's so weird that they, like, that this juvenile hall lets them have plastic forks, but it's, like, it's a maximum security prison. Yeah. Uh, it's very strange. You it's gotta eat true. with something. Spoons. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, so when Kirsten <laughs> sees that, like, <laughs> Ryan is gonna die. Yes. So she, uh, she, she bails him out, um, so that, uh, he can stay with them for a little bit, but she's like, now, just so you know, you know, as soon as we find your mom, it's, yeah. you're out of here. He can't unpack. <laughs> he cannot unpack. You do not live here with my, with my son and your brother, Seth. Um, so that's when Sandy, uh, is in a coffee shop. He overhears... Um, Julie. Julie and someone else, uh, the most important other... Taryn. Taryn. Um, they're talking about, uh, uh, they're talking about Kirsten, they're, they're talking trash, talking about Ryan, and Sandy Cohen... And Sandy, they're talking about Sandy as well. Are they? I don't remember. Yeah, because it's like his personality to bring these kind of kids in here. Oh, right. La, la, la. <laughs> so Sandy goes over and he's like, uh, you know, Cheeto's not too far from where Riverside. you come from. <laughs> And I'm not familiar with with the Riverside, geography California. of yeah, no, no, me neither. but from the context, it seems like oh my god. Well, if you stick this with this a- show long enough, I'm pretty sure you get to see her go back there, and it's not pretty. Yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. Um. So, uh, because of this, uh, Julie is like, I'm gonna kill Kirsten and. Sandy. How dare they talk about me like that, even though I was loudly insulting them in a public (laughs) place. Um, But Sandy gets a call from his, uh, from the PI. They've found Ryan's mother, so he goes out. He writes, he writes some information on a napkin and Julie's like, can I get a napkin over here please? Because he takes her napkin. Immediately. And her muffin. And her muffin. Uh, Eats her muffin. Wow, that was, you know, I know that she was being extremely rude to him, but that's not cool. Don't eat someone's muffin. I didn't even write muffin down. 
So there was so much food. I write the food in the margins when someone talks about food or eats something, uh-huh. and I had to flip to a second page on this one. Oh my god! Wild. First time ever. You had many choices. Like those trays at the noobsy party that oh. Kirsten was serving of like Goodness. desserts. Whew. Wild. It's crazy. Um, anyway. So uh, 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 Julie goes to see Jimmy. Yeah, her and, husband. Yes, and uh, and Marissa's. Uh, they're Marissa's parents. Yes. And, and Caitlin's parents. What is, what is Julie, what does what she want to do? She's like, I'm going to call, call them and complain. She, I have half a mind to, yeah, give, uh, whatever. I don't so, even Yeah. Know. And then Jimmy's like, he no. called her white trash. That's what she thinks. <laughs> By saying she's from, she's from Riverside. She it's like, it Riverside. was his tone. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy has a line where he's like, you are from Riverside. Yeah. And then she's like, I have half a mind to give Kirsten a call and like tell her what I think about the way Sandy talked to me kind right. of thing, right? And, and he's like, uh, no, don't do that. Right. Because now he has to reveal yeah. uh, Kirsten gave us $100,000 to get us out of uh, yeah. some serious problems. And to pay for China's alopecia. Right. To pay for China's alopecia. Who's a better horse? Falcor or China? Mm. Obviously, Falcor. Is that even a question? Of I don't course. think I've Falcor. seen Falcor. I've just seen a painting of We've him, seen right? Falcor. You have we seen, seen Falcor China. multiple times. I don't think I remember yeah, seeing it. We were in the same the barn petting, petting Falcor. Oh, was that Falcor and or was that just one of the, one no, of the other Falcor, horses? No, sure. it was Falcor. Okay. If you saw a horse on hand, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was it. Falcor. Sorry. Do not um, apologize. <laughs> So anyways, uh, so now Julie knows about that. Uh, Ryan goes and finds... Sorry, Sandy Cohen goes and finds Ryan's mother. I'm trying to go through this as quick. At the laundry mat. Yeah, you're running out of time. Um, so uh, uh, he convinces her to come over to their place and uh, <laughs> and see Ryan. What are you laughing We're only at? like halfway through the episode. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a packed no, episode. There's a lot, There's a lot of great stuff. And Boy Meets World will be short. Yeah. Yes, so it's going to be over like that. Kid wanted a water gun, then he painted uh, a fence. Go ahead. Uh, so, um, so Kirsten and Seth come back with Ryan to the house, only to find Ryan's mother there. And they have a talk. Yes. And, and they have her over for dinner. And they go out shopping. So we learn some things. Uh, number one, she, uh, she got fired from her waitress job, but... She's working at the laundromat now. Uh, she's quit drinking. For a week. For a week. Since um, she left her... Since she left AJ. And she said, you know what? I just had enough of AJ. Uh, he laid his hands on me and Ryan too many times. And that's it. Um, she she tried to go see Ryan's brother, whose name I don't remember. Trey. Trey. Uh, but he would not see her. Fake Trey. <clears throat> um, Understandable. It, it could have been real Trey. We didn't see. I don't know. Maybe it's real Trey who's in prison. Maybe. Wait. Um, and so there's uh, there's a, a a question brought up of like, is it actually better for Ryan to release him back to his mother so he can go live with his mother? Well, she also says she's staying with friends. She doesn't have a place to live. Yeah. So they that's not a great situation. It's not. It's not the, the best. Yeah. Um, but it is his mother. So like, what are you going to do? Separate going a to foster care. Yeah. Um, but, so Seth is still thinking that they should, uh, screw his mom. I want to, let's adopt No, Ryan. they, bas- he basically tells them he wants to also adopt Dawn and just let her move, her move in too. <laughs> and so they can keep an eye on them. Horrible. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it would be good to say, like, why don't you just, yeah, just let her move in. Yeah. That'd be great. But to keep an eye on her, hmm. <laughs> That's, okay. Them. Not just her. Right. Both of them. Together. So they invite her to Vegas night. 
They invite her to Vegas night, and this is where the this is the big uh, uh, set piece of the episode. It's this wild Vegas night party. Um, everyone's dressed to the nines. There's uh, roulette tables, drinks, waiters going around with uh, treats and drinks. And I wrote every cocktail known to man. Every cocktail known to humankind. It's I, I had to stop writing them down because everyone was ordering a different kind of drink. And I was like, this is getting annoying. Yeah. So um, I love this sequence because it's like... The music? I literally was doing jazz hands the whole time it was happening and it went on for so long. There it, was a freaking moment where, like, I don't know who was talking, but Ryan slides into the frame and the music was so crazy, but the moment was very serious. I'm like, I cannot take this. No, it was really weird. It was <laughs> I wild. thought the music in this episode was excellent, yeah. but this whole casino scene was really funny. What are you talking about? It was so, <laughs> so good. I liked it, but I also thought it was like it was not weird. Yeah. Um, and so, I just have to say very quickly, like the fashion just keeps getting more aughts. Like the choker Ryan was oh wearing. My oh my god! Yeah, sorry. Ryan was wearing a choker. It was like a leather. It was the worst. It was the worst. Only That's in strange. one scene he was wearing it, but it was so bad that I was like. <gasps> Oh, I forgot to mention that um, both Luke and Ryan went to go help set up Vegas yeah, Night. that's true. And they had to work together. And mm-hmm. Ryan keeps trying to tell Luke, like, listen, nothing happened and, and stuff. Nothing to worry about, yeah. And Marissa tries to talk to him while he's carrying one end of something and Ryan's carrying the other. And <laughs> she thinks Ryan's actually in jail somewhere. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a great shot. I love that. Yeah. Um, so in this scene, there's a lot of storylines. Everyone kind of splits up. And there's a lot of storylines going on. And it will, like... The camera will be on someone, and then someone will walk in the background, and it'll move and, and follow them instead into the... And it's not like um, it's not like a Scorsese or like PTA-style, like, uh, one single shot. I mean, well, you know, it's just, I understand that you can't really get that. Um, but it's like... Uh, it's it's not like a one single shot going right. through the whole it's like thing. Twos and threes. But it's essentially that. It gets the it gets across the same feeling as that. Yeah. It was pretty impressive, I thought. The I thought it was looked. very impressive. And even Dawn, I don't know if we said her name. Yes. Oh right, Ryan's uh, mom. Ryan's said mom was like are all the parties like this? And he's like, well, this is the third day, but yes, so far, this Pretty is what much. it's like around yes. here. Um, I just was like, ah, oh, to be in that world just, just <laughs> for the parties would be fun. We get a bunch of great stuff where uh, Julie and Kirsten see each other, and Kirsten says, oh, nice dress. And Julie says, thanks, it's yours. <laughs> and <laughs> Does that mean, I didn't get that. Does it mean, like, because she just paid for it? Well, basically, like, yeah. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. She like, or if she borrowed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Julie has no idea what? the clothes she has. Um, there's a uh, there's a side plot of um, Summer is playing craps. Yes. And she drops the dice on the ground, and Seth sees them, and she's like, "Listen, listen up, Stanley. Uh, I'm superstitious. You got to blow on these dice." And he blows on the dice, and she rolls, and she gets like big money. Yeah. She's like, "Do it again!" And then he stays there, and he's having the time of his life, just blowing on her dice yeah. while she, even though she keeps calling him the wrong different name. Sid. Yeah, yeah, Sam. Also, Julie sweetly goes straight to Sandy and is like, hey, guess what? Your wife gave my husband $100,000. Yeah, Thank she's, you so much. Yeah, she says it in a way of like, thanks for that. I, yeah, we really fully knowing that. that he had no friggin' idea. Yeah. I think she was testing the waters. Yeah, she didn't know for sure, but yeah. she suspected, I think. 
that so that she knew after. As she's going to Jimmy to say, hey, guess what? Sandy had no idea. And Jimmy's like, why would you go tell Sandy? And Sandy's <laughs> going to Kirsten and being like, uh, excuse me, did you give more than a year of my salary to... Away without telling me? Yeah, without to consulting me? To an ex-boyfriend me? who lives yeah. next door to us? <laughs> <laughs> and he interrupts her right when she's trying to stop Ryan's mom from cruising along on her bender. Yes, yeah, so she's... It's This is, like, really stressful for her, and she's the starts adrenaline. Drinking. I think it's not just the stress. It's like she gets excited. She's like, I think maybe, you yeah. Know what I mean, like she's used to celebrating with a drink. This is yeah. like happy time. You drink. I think it's Bye. also um, uh, like Ryan leaves. Like she sees Ryan like looking over at Marissa, yeah. and Ryan goes over to talk to her to Marissa, and so she's alone. Yeah, um, a bunch of rich people that she yeah. doesn't know. Um, so it culminates with uh, Dawn getting too drunk. She trips. She causes a scene. She um, yells so loudly. Mm-hmm. She yells so loudly for someone to pick her up. Uh, Seth leaves leaves Summer. Showing the friend he really is. Yeah. And also Luke leaves... Uh, oh, we forgot. Uh, there's a moment where um, Ryan sees that Marissa's trying to patch things up with Luke. And so he goes to Luke and says, hey, she chose you. That's like she came over to say that she's gonna be with you, so don't worry about it. Which is which a lot. finally works. Yeah, but it works. Yeah. Um, and Luke can see that uh, okay, no one's helping Don up. So well, two of his own friends were like, "Oh my god, look that yeah. fat lady!" And Russ is like, "Shut the fuck up!" And, and she goes to help, and he's like, "I'll get it. I yeah. got her." Yeah. Um, so again, we see. Look, Luke has a heart. He does. He's not the evil bastard we once thought he was <laughs> two episodes ago. And um, the next morning we see that Dawn is getting dressed. She's ready to go. She's uh, sneaking out. She's sneaking out while Ryan is asleep. Yeah. And Kirsten sees her. I don't have what you got. The way your husband looks at you. Your kid looks at you. <laughs> Even my kid. Like, no matter what, you're gonna make everything okay. You... Hold your family together. I tear mine apart. You can't walk away. Why? This will be the first good thing I ever did for him. This way, he ends up with a real mom. Take care of him, okay? He deserves it. Um, Brings her coffee. She's so nice. Oh, <laughs> it's a really, really her rough line scene. when they're dragging her. I was bawling, like I yeah. said to you guys, like ugly crying. I mean, yeah. This episode fucking kills me. Uh, and the last line as they're walking out, Kirsten says to that whole room, people she's known her yeah. entire life, right? She's with she's me. She's with us. Yeah. She's with us. Like, oh my god. It's so. Oh it's so god. good. You're the best. Um, and uh, and then there's this scene where. They're sitting on the on the lawn, or they're standing on the lawn, and Kirsten and and Don are talking. And Don is trying to explain to her, you know what? He's better off with you. Um, and she's like, "You're his mother. Like, what is? You can't just leave him. Yeah. It's like leaving him here, abandoning him, is the best thing that I could ever do for him. Which is, I don't know about that. I think that's false. But yeah, um, she she's an alcoholic but she who can't. dates people that beat her up. So her logic's probably not always the best. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, she failed yeah. on her non-drinking within a day. 
So she probably can't take yeah, I the mean, best care of him. Alcoholism is tough to to beat. It is. Um, but I think that, uh, well, anyways, what she does is... She ought to try. She, as Ryan is leaving, like, he's waking up and he comes out to see what's going on, and there's a taxi pulling up, and Dawn looks over and sees Ryan, and she just kind of, like, waves at him, um, which is extremely rough. And you can see Ryan is like, okay, here here it goes again, I, I was expecting this, I kind of had my hopes up, yeah. but we just waves back. And um, and that's it. Dawn is Dawn is gone, and Kirsten says that uh, uh, Ryan can stay to be seen again, possibly. Sandy, possibly. Oh, Sandy comes in, and he's like, you know, that we can't just. But at this point, we're committed, right? Like we can't just um, keep uh, giving him hope and then taking it away again, over yeah. and over. And he finally gets to unpack. Oh, it's so good. And you see, um, Seth is like, okay, uh, let's go into the living room and talk about. All he stuff. wants to talk about is what really happened with Marissa in the house, and then talk all about what happened with Summer, and yeah. how he got to blow on her dice. That's what he wants to talk he about. He just wants to explain over and over, like, and then she she called me, uh, she called me Sid, and then I blew on her dice, and then she called me Stanley, and I blew on her dice. Alright, that took away too much time. Yeah. Let's talk about what happened in the two, first two episodes of Boy Meets World. Okay. The first one, unfortunately, is called Pilot. And the second one was called On the Fence. I could do this quickly. Well, not too, too quickly. All right, we'll go through it. So our protagonist is Corey. Corey uh, Matthews. Corey Matthews, our 11-year-old. Um, ben uh, Savage, brother of Fred Savage, who we will see later higher up the list. Yep, certainly. Mm. He's and got one wicked afro. We are in class with Mr. Feeney. Yes, their star teacher. of Thousand Clowns that we were forced to watch by... One Mr. Baser. <laughs> I love him. He was great. He's a joy. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's very good at what he does. And as yeah. you could probably guess, he'll be their seventh grade teacher and their eighth grade teacher and then their principal and then somehow at their college. Yahoo! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> We're not going to worry about keep why. him around. Because he's, never he's going great. Anywhere. He's exactly. great. He's got to be part of the show. <laughs> and he's their neighbor. And the dynamic between like neighbors them. on TV. They <laughs> are neighbors. Yes. It, I'm not clear. Is How long have they been neighbors? Always. Yes. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. One thing is weird. Well, we'll get to it later. Okay. Um, uh, so they're in class uh, learning about Romeo and Juliet. Yes. There's a reenactment happening at the front of the class, but Corey is listening to the game of... The Phillies? The Phillies. Uh, via his headphones. They play baseball. <laughs> Did I say football? No, you didn't say anything. Oh. I'm just <sighs> assuming you don't know. Because <laughs> I mean... Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> Phillies? Yes. Yes, the Phillies. Uh, Their baseball team. Yeah, I just know from the jersey he was wearing. But it's also, Sonny. Yes, yes. Anyway, um, he catches him listening to it, and he decides to make an example uh, out of him in front of the class, and he'll get detention on Friday. On Friday, oh. um, which he has plans. To go to the game? Is that the game night? Yeah, with his brother. Yeah, with his brother. Something mm -hmm. they've done always. Corey. Huh? What's the score? Bottom of the third. Two outs. Dykes was on second. Crux on first. Three and two to Dalton. <laughs> What's this, Mr. Matthews? Huh? What'd you say, Mr. Feeney? You took my hearing aid. Smalls delivers, Dalton swings. Oh, he got a piece of that one. It's a long drive. 
deep to center. Otis Nixon back, back to the warning track, climbs up the wall, and... <laughs> Mr. Matthews, Romeo and Juliet is Shakespeare's ultimate testament of love between a man and a woman. Miss Kincaid, thank you. Thank you for that uh, vigorous interpretation. <laughs> Mr. Matthews, you do not listen to the ball game in the middle of my class. Mr. Feeney, who cares about some guy who killed himself over some dumb girl? The tragedy here, Mr. Matthews, is not about a dumb girl or the boy who kills himself because of her. It's about the all-consuming power of love and the inevitability of its influence on each of our lives. Are you aware that I'm only 11 years old? Are you aware that you have detention Friday afternoon? No, actually, I did not know that. His whole life. Uh, but he gets home... Uh, and lo and behold, his brother is going to go to the game with someone else. He has a date with... Heather. Thank you. With Heather. Um, and he's very excited, but he can't... He's not breaking the news to Corey, like, straight. Uh, but Corey eventually gets it, and he's heartbroken because it's something they've been doing their whole lives. And it's a really important game. Yeah. They need to win it to get into the series. World Series. World Series. There we go. Yes. Uh, and it's very sad. He's very, very heartbroken. Uh, his parents, or he tells his parents, who end up taking his brother's side. Because they knew he was getting ready to ask out this girl. They're all excited. Yes, and she said yes. Yeah. Congratulations. And his mom tells him, like, you ditched your dad when you decided your friends were cooler. So yes. So now you have to accept it when your brother ditches you because he's into girls. He doesn't understand. He's like, yeah, he used to play ball with his dad and... He doesn't anymore. So. Now he plays ball with Sean. Exactly. And whatever third kid happens to be in the way this episode. You uh, probably noticed they switched from the first one to the second. Yes, they did. And the second one, yeah. Um, this so, one is uh, Nicholas. Thank you. Right. Corey kid. moves out. Yes, moves of his room. out of his room. That he shares. And into his treehouse. That's right. It seems, yeah. Um, did I skip anything? I don't think so. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the treehouse. Um, his mom brings him some food and barbecue chicken, barbe blood pie. Yep. There was a third thing. Something I wrote I, it down. The freaking chicken. What, that yeah. was the funniest thing. That was the funniest scene. Uh, but he sees across. He's looking out of his treehouse, and he sees Mr. Feeney, his neighbor, in the living room, uh, who's preparing a salad. We don't know what salad it is at this point. We do find out what it is later. It is a nichois salad. Very important Which detail. he has prepared himself. He's an excellent cook, yep. Mr. Feeney. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so he has sets the table for two. We see him receive a phone call, but we don't hear any of this because we're still in the treehouse with Corey. Okay. Um, uh, and it's on for a couple seconds. We assume that's bad news. Um, he hangs up. He takes away the second place setting and sits down and eats his salad. All alone. alone. Oh. As Corey pulls out the massive drumstick and starts eating it. Like, it's so big and ridiculous. And uh, my favorite 
Because they share a bond as they're eating alone. Well, one of them does. The yeah. one doesn't know it's happening. He doesn't yes. know he's being watched this entire time. Kind of creepy. Yeah. It is. Oh, um, and then in the lunchroom, which also was very confusing. Why is Mr. Feeney eating lunch in the... Yeah, no. Well, I guess it I could be... I feel like we had, like, Normal. teacher monitors. In the monitors, that's what I thought, too. But then the other lady there. came in as well. Um, but we didn't eat in cafeteria when we were 11, either. We had it at our desks. Yeah. What happened mm. in the cafeteria scene? I don't know. All I noticed was that there was an entire vending machine full of red apples. <sighs> so the, the thing was that he was going to try and get Mr. Feeney to let him out early right. on Friday. Right. That's Because right. they need to go... Uh, get scalp tickets. Right, which I thought was going to end up with them all in jail, but it didn't. Yeah, rough for life being an orphan, which is what I am as of last night. What happened? I don't my family, my family don't me. It was mutual. <laughs> They're keeping the house. Well, we're here for you, Corey. Thanks. You're my new brothers. Hey, how about we go to the game Friday night? I thought the game was sold out. It is, so we go down early. There's always guys with extra tickets. Don't you have detention Friday? Uh, don't worry about detention. I can handle Feeney. Feeney loves me. Feeney hates you. Well, it's one of the two. <laughs> we'll see who's right. Mr. Feeney, may I sit down? I'd rather you didn't. Hates me. <laughs> Mr. Matthews. I spend 35 to 40 hours a week dealing with the perceived problems of whiny little people like yourself. Now, this is my lunch period, my respite from the fray. I spend four hours with you every morning and three hours with you every afternoon. Now, for God's sake, get out of my face. Yeah, because there's, yeah, there's no and tickets. And he's like, he's sitting with a blonde lady teacher. Uh, yeah, he, she had a name, Evelyn. She's not there at the beginning. He goes over to Mr. Feeney. He's like, come on, let me... Um, well, no, he convinces everybody that he hates him. It's one of the two things. He either loves him or he hates him. Yeah. Which is a hilarious joke. Yeah. One of the two. Um, yeah, definitely doesn't like him. Doesn't want him to sit there. He wants his free time to enjoy it himself. Yeah. And then the teacher comes in and he's like, yeah, Mr. Feeney, he hates me. I'm sure he doesn't hate you. And then it cuts very awkwardly. Right there. Uh, but, well, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the part that doesn't make sense about other neighbors? No. That Mr. Feeney secretly hates him? No, what was it? I'll remember. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. He I remember him. what it is, and it doesn't matter. He loves so. him. Okay. They went to detention. Uh, in detention, uh, he sits there, and then he, he kind of tries to sneak out. He kind of di- he does sneak out. He gets out of the door. She's like, Mr. Feeney, bye. <laughs> kind of funny. Yes. Was it? It didn't make any sense. But I didn't then he comes back. I'm like, why does he come back? Because he feels guilty. guilty. He's not the kind of kid that could just walk out of the dead. No, he's not. But so he, he should. Because there was no... He wasn't He didn't stop him. It's very true. Oh, yeah, so I he sits Corey. back down. And he's like, oh, what's going on here? It's like, like we shared a body. So like, we both ate alone. And, like, and he says something about love. Yeah. And being abandoned. And he's like... You, young sir, what does he say? It's a great line. Why do we have to stay here just because I don't want to hear about this love stuff? Because I know it only leads to no good, and I know in your heart you agree with me. And what brings you to that conclusion, Mr. Matthews? Because you and I had dinner together last night. Really? I wasn't aware. I had chocolate pie, and you had salad for two all by yourself. 
How did you know that? Because I slept in my treehouse last night. You know why? Because this love stuff has turned my whole family against me. And you're teaching us how it's worth killing yourself for when I know you don't really believe that, do you? Well, you shrewd little observer of the human condition. <laughs> how blissful it must be for you to have lived so little and yet already reached your conclusions about the greatest wonder of the universe. Y you know what, Mr. Feeney? Keep the radio. <laughs> Shakespeare wrote plays and sonnets. The Greeks wrote tragedies and comedies. Robert Burns, Emily Dickinson, the Brownings examined the depths of human emotions. And do you know what each one of these poets, playwrights, and philosophers had in common, Mr. Matthews? They all took your class? <laughs> Every one of them was older than 11. come into my classroom at the beginning of the year and at the end you go and I really don't know if in the time we spent together I have taught you anything. Well, this afternoon, Mr. Matthews, you are going to learn something from me. Do I have your attention? Yes, sir. I live on the other side of the fence from you, Corey. And it's impossible not to face in your direction every once in a while and notice the people in the next yard. And through the years, I've got to know them. It is apparent that they are fine individuals. But their real strength comes from being a family. And do you know why they're a family, Corey? Because at one time, a man and a woman realized that they loved each other and pursued the unlimited potential of what may come from that love. And here you are. There is no greater aspiration than to have love in our lives, Mr. Matthews. Romeo knew it and died for it. Others know it and prepare salads. <laughs> and those who don't know it will sit in detention for the rest of their lives. Well, the whole lesson, right, is like Corey doesn't care about love. He doesn't like yeah. girls. He doesn't understand why his brother is abandoning him for a girl. He'd rather just, like, care about baseball. Yeah, love is... We're, we're all bound to experience. Yeah, so Mr. Feeney is talking about how um, uh, you don't understand love yet because you're 11, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can see from Eric's face that he really liked this lesson. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to let Sasky do it. Because I have a, a photographic memory and I know exactly what happened. Yeah, that's good. But it, I just got to give Sasky her time. You should prompt her. <clears throat> One or two words. Makes it easier. Okay, so mis then now? Mr. Feeney. <laughs> no, that's, that's not going to help. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just yells at him for quite a while. And he's like, do you, do I, do you hear what I'm saying? He's what like, gets Corey to change his mind about Eric? 
Is it Feeny? Is something oh, his Feeny mother? says? Or is it just it's, the mom thing? No, it says, I think it's what Feeny says. Yeah, it's basically Mr. F- Mr. is saying... To um, get him to move back in the house and, and you... And yeah, Corey is saying that Mr. Feeney, you know how terrible love is. I saw that you got stood you up got for a date. St- right. And Mr. Feeney is like, listen, you don't understand Romeo and Juliet. You don't understand love. Uh, I'm, what I'm telling you is that love is such a powerful thing that two, these two characters in a play would kill themselves for it. And I would make salad for two for it. And your brother would go to, on a date uh, to the baseball stadium. And that just changes his mind. Yeah, he's like, wow, love is... I didn't realize love was so important. And then then Mr. Feeney's like, actually, I was having dinner with my sister. Which happens in the cafeteria. Ask out a lady. It's the tag of the episode. It's the tag at the end of the episode. it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's like, oh, yes, you should come to dinner sometime. I am an excellent chef. Just the other day, I prepared a Nishwa salad for my sister. But she got held up. Unfortunately, she couldn't make it. She couldn't make it. And then Corey's looking at him like, whoa, you didn't get get stood up on a date? And you still mind-fucked me with your lesson? Incredible. (laughs) It was not incredible. It was. It was great. Anyway, he goes home, makes up with his brother. With his brother. Well, yeah, and he has his talk with his mom there where she says that he abandoned his dad. Yeah. Just as he has a tea party with his sister, Morgan. Yeah, where Mm -hmm. she puts ketchup in the tea. Which... He will always do, no matter how old he gets, no matter how in love he is. Yeah, uh, and then she's like, it's time to go to bed, and he says, no, it's not. I'm, like, he's volunteering to put her to bed. Yeah. Um, which we don't see happening, and I, I I, figured we would see him struggling and unable <laughs> to do it. But it would have been a better tag, I think. Yes, <laughs> trying to get strange. her to sleep. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be really funny. So actually. that was the first episode. Anything else we should mention? Just that uh, Eric really struggled on his date. Yes, that's right. Uh, him and, yes, Heather, he was so nervous that his, like, he just ruined the whole date. Um, did he, he spill something? Yeah, he, like, knocked into things and dropped things and he yeah. didn't have anything interesting to say. And Corey convinces him to, to give her call, a call her and ask her to go to a movie because then he won't have to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And he does. It'll be a second date, and it'll be much yeah. better. You won't be as nervous. He's like, why are you telling? She was why great, are you helping me with something you don't want me to do? Because Vado, Mister Feeney says, love matters. Love yeah, matters. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed on me. Mister uh, Feeney <laughs> says, love uh, matters. <laughs> All right. What about the fence? The fence. So on it starts fence. in the cafeteria again. Again. Yeah. They eat um, a lot of cafeteria food. The water gun. Uh, what's the kid's name? The little kid. Blonde hair, short kid. Minkus. Minkus? Yes. Minkus. We will see later on One Tree Hill. Yes. That's what Fran told me. <laughs> he, uh, He's he, the best. I love Minkus. Well, it sucks because Topanga is the second lead of this show, and she's not in either of these episodes. Damn. That's weird. Yeah. And she's the best part. She's the one who's putting makeup lipstick all over her face, that gift that I sent you guys. Mm-hmm. She doesn't show up till episode four. Oh, wow. 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 That's strange. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, Minkus gets attacked by a massive water gun, um, twice, um, but uh, Corey doesn't have a water gun. He has balloons, and he goes to the water fountain to fill it up, saying that balloons are just as effective as water guns, or, like, even better, and then he turns around, and everybody has a water gun, every single person in the cafeteria, and he gets attacked. Well, actually, Minkus pulls out a... a, a a massive It's like a water bazooka, case. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, a cello case he does. It's it comes huge. out of his cello case, yeah. 
He's ready to fight. Yeah. And when he later shows up at Corey's house, he's got on, like, a full yellow rain slicker. It's adorable. Pretty cute. That was great. Um, But Corey gets attacked completely. He doesn't even have his water balloon to defend himself. And then as Mr... Oh, my God. Feeny. Mr. Feeny, thank you. I remember the first time. Uh, uh, Mr. Feeny walks in. Everybody hides their guns, and Corey is just completely drenched. It's like, what a fountain is not a toy. Yeah. And that's the opening. And then he drinks out of it. Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. It's, yeah. Well, that's what you do with a water fountain. It's not a toy. It's yeah. not a toy. You drink. Um, so and then... Daddy for money. Yeah, because... Doesn't he, go well. And a job. doesn't have a gun. That doesn't go well either. Uh, he needs fifty dollars for this plus tax. Fifty plus tax for this water gun. This yeah. three thousand or three hundred. That's three three thousand. Whatever it was. Um, but dad doesn't have anything. Mom doesn't have anything. His brother just bought something. A watch. A watch at the mall, which keeps going off with a. Uh, it's a baseball noise. Baseball noise. <laughs> and he, it's stuck at 12 turn, o'clock. He can't turn it off of video baseball mode. It's, yeah. They can't afford to buy toys for three children. Why do they have three children? Leave me alone. I'm trying to put Heather on my watch. What? Can't get it out of video baseball mode. Hey, how'd you get mom and dad to buy that for you? I bought it for me. Cashed my first week's paycheck, went down to the mall. Welcome to the wonderful world of stuff. Mom and Dad just let you buy that? Yeah, hey, since it's my money. I can buy anything I want. Except that Buns of Steel video. Eric, you know what I'm thinking? Now that you're raking in the big bucks, maybe you'd like to consider this exciting investment opportunity. Call my broker. Shearson, leave me alone. Big man. Doesn't even know what time it is. I do so. It is 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. Oh, the 90s were great. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. So, um, this, too, the fashion in these episodes were so aggressively 90s. Extremely uh, it made 90s. made me so happy. Yeah. He goes to Mr. Feeney, and Mr. Feeney says he does, in fact, have something. He can fix his window shutters. Paint them. Yeah. Paint them. Five bucks a shutter. Yeah, and there is and he can't two do shutters, math, a window, so times eight. Yeah, he says, like, what is that, 58 bucks? He's like, $58 it is. Yeah. Um, it's so that's the deal. supposed to be 80. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can all do the math. <laughs> We're adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it right away. But he got, uh, he got, he didn't, Mr. Feeney, 58. And, yeah. um, he actually accomplishes the task. He does a great job. I was kind of surprised. I wasn't, that I couldn't remember off. what the, what the, the problem was going to be, right? Because yeah. Obviously I haven't seen this since I was 13 years old. Uh, but I thought it was going to be like he only painted them on one side. Yeah, they're going to flip it over, and it was all going to be like yeah. white. But that wasn't it. No, they the got shutters me. were great. He yeah. took them. He got paid, and he got the gun at some point. Um, but as they see, once the shutters are taken, the whole fence has a pattern against it because he spray painted these shutters. Without up against the, the fence, fence with yeah. plastic. Yeah. So there's all these like pattern, the crisscross pattern, on the fence in this dark grain on the white fence, which his dad makes him fix before he can go to the war. His three buddies show up: Minkus and Sean, Sean and Ellis, is Ellis, his name, the tall guy. No, the, that's Sean. Tall. Sean is tall. the one with the floppy hair. Yeah. Okay. The one who was in the first episode. Yes. Yeah. 
So uh, supposedly they were they were on the lookout for a third member of the group, and it kind of they they went through a few different kids, and then eventually one didn't show up or he wasn't doing well, so they just fired him and gave Sean his lines, uh, and then uh, okay. they stopped looking and they just let it be Corey and Sean. All right, <laughs> yeah. So not sure how many more we're gonna have to go through, but you don't have to remember their names. Yeah, cool. Minkus is gonna stay though. Okay. For the whole series? Uh, no. He disappears eventually well, to okay. go beyond One Tree Hill. Right. Where he has a much bigger part. He's older. And his name is Mouth. Ah. <laughs> where were we? Uh, so he, he right, talks his up. friends into helping. Helping him. Minkus is like, haven't you ever read, uh... Tom Sawyer. Thank you. He's trying to do the thing where he says a painting. It's so fun, so fun that yeah. you should help me. Yeah, but and they then do it, that he oh because he pays them. He pays yeah. them with the rest lunch. of his seven dollars, and then he feeds them, brings them ice cream. Yeah. Oh, we haven't mentioned his sister, his little sister, who's pretty adorable, Morgan. We mentioned they had tea. Oh parties. yeah, the tea yeah. party the first time. She gets ice cream. She gets ice cream in this one. She doesn't have I, much I of a like plot. She, she just really runs do around. She's very Michelle Tanner. She does have a, a, a button at the end of the episode, which is like insane. <laughs> <laughs> She's a weird kid. Yeah. Um, then he starts yelling at them. Corey starts yelling at them, and they are like, "Why are we doing this? You know what? We're gonna go and have fun at the water fight." Uh, so they abandon him, even though he paid them. He's like, "I want to sue you." <laughs> <laughs> Sean says, have your lawyer call my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny, because I don't think he has a mom. No. Oh. Yeah. His his eventual reality is very rough, and it's, it's... funny watching the first season, because there's no continuity whatsoever <laughs> as to his situation. But maybe at this point, she da- he she's still mom. around. I don't know. I, I would hope so. Yeah. Because it's really dark. She doesn't... She, you're not going to meet her. Yeah. Let's put it that way. <sighs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um... And then Dad sees Corey struggling and working really hard. He's painted most of the fence. Uh, one code wouldn't do it, so he had to do at least two. Three, I think he Three. said, right? And he had to, he had to and, pay like 18 bucks in the hole or something. Yeah, and Feeney comes out and sees a drop of paint on, on his, his side of the fence. Yeah. So he either he has to paint his entire fence green, green to, uh, to match the spots, or he has to remove that. And um, and then that's when he starts telling Corey's dad that you know when my when I was a kid my dad worked me to the bone sun up to sundown seven days a week yeah. he never let me have a second of play. It was also <laughs> when Corey just quit and lay down on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> when he only had two panels left. Yeah, he was so close. Yeah, I was like you you you're doing really well. But but Dad yeah, lets him rant convinced. Dear Dad, that he should let him work less so yeah. he doesn't end up like Feeney. Yeah. He's like you. He's like I'm not gonna make it to the water fight. It's like you, you'll make it if you run. And Dad lets him go, and we don't see the water fight. No, we water don't see war. any we of it. All the guns, and no, water no water war. What the heck? Yeah, lots of guns. It was fun though. It was. Uh, then he pours we see the him. water all over his brother when he gets home. Yeah, it was a great fight, great success. He had a great time. Comes home drenched, uh, but. We see him have a smaller gun. I was like, "Am I going crazy, or is that the same gun but like half the size?" What, like, what happened here? Um, but he he's like a, he challenges his dad. He's like, "You're hogging all the work." 
Um, well, this is after uh, Eric tells him how exhausted he is from his one shift and how their dad works yeah. 12 That's hours right. Shifts, and he sees his dad down, fishing the fence. Fixing the fence for him. Like, they, earlier he was fixing their toilet. Yes. And then the, the sink. Yeah. So he sort of gets a different perspective on what his dad goes through to give him things. Yeah. Both sides are claiming victory. I'd kill you, but I can't move. Bagging groceries, chasing carts, price checks, spill on aisle seven. Oh, it's a nightmare. Only worked half a shift today. I don't know how he does it. Who? Dad. 12-hour days. Never sits. Eats his lunch standing up. Never takes a break. It's like he's not human. It's like he's something. It's like he's Superman. Huh? Superman's my dad. He's like, all right, you're hogging all the work. I'm going to do the work now. And then they have a fight. What a fight. And he's like, look under your, ta- under your, under the table at your seat. And yeah. he does. And, <laughs> and uh, he has the same gun, just smaller. He's like, I traded my big one for two 1500s. Yeah. yeah. And they have a great water fight. And then and Morgan the calls the police on them. Yeah, and he's like, uh, they just shot the neighbor yeah. is the last thing she says. Like, like Mom, oh, what's our address? Was adorable. I'm like, this, I'm like, this is crazy. They would be sued. Well, maybe not. She is She's a child. five. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. No. Yeah, it is not real. That is, oh, that is a good point. So good. All, All right. right. That's it. Instead of pros and cons, what I want you to do, Eric, yeah. is tell me... Three things that will definitely happen on the next episode of The O.C. if we watch it. Um, I'm going to write them down so we don't forget. Three things that will definitely happen. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan is not going to be arrested. I'm going to keep that Ryan will definitely not be arrested. Um, What else happens? I think that uh, uh, Jimmy will kiss Kirsten. I think that that's quick. But um, I think that is is going to happen in the next episode. Yeah. In the next in episode four, Jimmy will kiss Kirsten. I don't think, or he'll try to kiss Kirsten. Right. And Kirsten, I don't think is going to be it into it. It won't go well. Yeah. But um, yeah. And what else? I think that um, Seth will yell at Marissa uh, for treating Ryan poorly, causing Marissa to feel sad. Like, like maybe she is treating Ryan poorly and drinks some vodka right but she won't I don't think that she will be really but you know they're a bunch of teenagers okay and if we watch the next two episodes of Boy Meets World what are three things that will definitely happen I've already given one to you and that is well I'm not going to say it again (laughs) Um, if you weren't listening not you her me Uh, I think Mr. Feedy and our good oh my god Corey 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 are going to have another conflict. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have about 600 more conflicts. That's a good guess. Yeah, perfect. Okay, Mr. Feeney and Corey have conflict. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Mom and older brother. Yes. Uh, Mom and dad are Amy and... Uh, oh my God, what's his name? Amy and Alan. We'll have a storyline involving the mall, let's say. Okay, Eric and Amy go to the <laughs> mall, okay? Maybe not. Yeah, that's next episode. Next two. Next two episodes, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, and let's go again with Corey. And what's what's the tall boy's Sean. 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 Love of my life. Sean. Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong. You both noticed that. Yes, that I did. Opening credits. His mom is mean. You okay. did not name your kid. We'll have Ryder to do a school Strong. assignment together. Okay. Those work, are my predictions uh, on school. I think it's more likely that Corey has to do a school assignment with Minkus than he has Minkus? to do with Sean. Well, maybe the three of them will have to do one together. <laughs> maybe. All right, now it's time to vote for the show that you would no longer like to watch. Okay. Here you go. Thank you. While you do that... I folded it twice. I will get out your slide. Well, I only folded it... Well, okay. Here we go. Oh, my God. What is this? There you go. Oh my god, it's frozen. It is frozen. It's not frozen, it's just cold. <sighs> chocolate milk. Chocolate milk? It's chocolate milk. Yes. Hell yeah. Corey yes. drank like a million. Every time he was in the cafeteria, they were all drinking chocolate milk. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. It's delightful. Um, I would have thought uh, it would have been carrots. Because of the scene where Sandy Cohen... I wrote down carrots. I'm so glad it's not... They passed so carrots around the table. And, and they said, Sandy, you want some carrots? He said, no thanks, I don't I want any carrots. Can I read the list? <laughs> Apples, meatloaf, coffee, Captain Crunch, scones, bellinis, prison slop, OJ, special K, corn pops, milk, Lay's chips, that's what Jimmy was eating, okay. carrots, uh, cocaine, iced tea, champagne and strawberries, Mountain Dew... Every cocktail known to man, shredded wheat, chocolate milk, chocolate cake, <laughs> corn on the cob, barbecue chicken, and chocolate pie, uh, and green peppers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. First vote is for the OC. Second vote is for Boy Meets World. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, you guys. What are you doing? <sighs> she wants so to pleasant. meet Topanga. It was... Uh, 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 I'm, I will give you that it's a lot better than the previous children's show we watched. Saved which by was the Bell. Saved by the Bell, yes. Or Degrassi. I mean... The I, dynamics between the characters. They're so great. I, I don't put it Corey in the same Corey and Sean are legit baby Ryan and Seth. Like, ah. You don't see it yet, but they are. I'm a oh my god, the theme song? I know, it's so oh, bad. No, no, it's, no, 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 yeah, it was, it's very, very bad. Do, 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 do. It was pretty bad, yeah. Oh my god. But him doing his little tap Fantastic. Billy's outfit was pretty cute. The OC is <laughs> awesome. It's, it's getting better and better. <sighs> this last episode was extremely so good. So upsetting. It's sad, but it's very effective. I realize that, uh, like... I almost cried. This was one of the worst years of my life that I was watching this. So oh. It's like, it's bringing back, like, all these bad memories. <laughs> I hate this. It's so sad. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, what are we going to do? Hmm. Someone has to change their mind. Uh, Saskia has to change her mind. Also, do you want his chocolate milk? No, no. That's, I'm that's not going to take You can steal it, it, yeah. No, I'm not going to take that today. If it was chocolate cake, I would have... No. No, that would have been so mean. See, it needs to be on a week where it's not so horribly mean. You, you know what? I, 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 you have to, you have to use it at some point. I will use it at some point. Don't worry about being I'll too know, mean. I'll know. I'll know the time when the time is right. Because I would be mean to you. I would steal something that you wanted. I hope you know that. Yeah. <laughs> and I will eventually in the future. Well, why don't you trade a, a snack steal for some more Boy Meets yeah. World? I'll give you. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a snack steal. No, the other way. No, around. no, no. No, I'll. I'll give I'm it. not. I don't want to watch more Boy Meets World. <laughs> 
fucking it's panda. It's not good. It's so it great. <laughs> it's for children. It's on for seven years. Something doesn't stay on the air for seven years. By the time the show is over, they are like mid university. Are you, are you trying to say that because it was on the air for so long, it must be good? Yes. We must do make you, it to now, season seven. <laughs> yes, I do. I agree <laughs> with that wholeheartedly. This, that, that, is, that, is, that, that, that is a terrible logic. I'm not saying that the longer a show goes on, the better that makes it. Right. I'm just but you're saying, saying that, that like, once it ca- passes a certain threshold... You don't go seven by years. Default, it's good. This is like no, no point in anybody watching It's very it. good for children. Right. I'm sure it's, it's not, much better it's than not, Saved by the Bell. It's not for you. And I was watching this when I was 13, right? It's not like I watched this four years ago and was like, oh my god, you guys. Boy Meets World is the <laughs> yeah, best exactly. show I've ever seen. But I did watch the spinoff, Girl Meets World, which mm. literally started three years ago. But that's also not for children, right? No, it is. Do you just oh, have a vote steal? Know. Sorry? Or a snack seal. A snack snack seal. seal. I'll give you a snack seal. But you okay, already I'll have take a it. snack seal. I'll take two. Okay. But it doesn't need to be a reveal. So I can take so this snack. Is, wow. You She's have going low on this one. Yeah, you have one snack seal before the reveal and one snack seal after. Correct. Oh my god, you guys. I'll take it all. Alright. So we'll watch the OC. We are watching yeah, episode four. And I'm going to reveal something. What? I have a bribe present for you. A bribe oh, yeah, present. that's right. I it will not be revealed that. until the time where I need to use it. Wow, okay. It's, it's It was bought with you in mind. It took a long time to get money. It's months and months. It was like a month wow. after my it's delivery like day that it got space almost. Wow. What if I don't accept the bribe when it happens? Like, that, that'll be wild, right? Like, you put all that effort into bribing me. It'll be me. wild. Then she's going to give it to somebody else who deserves it more than you. A lot of people deserve a lot of things more than I do. All right. We're done <laughs> with Boy Meets World, which is Thank very you. sad for both of you. I wanted to vote for it. I, you did vote for it. And I did. I saw you and I appreciate it, because I wasn't even expecting that much. <laughs> no, it happened. <laughs> um, okay. So, it hasn't gone well when I've given you children. You didn't care for Saved by the Bell. You didn't care for Degrassi. Saskia liked uh, Saskia liked, liked Boy Meets World. You didn't. I loved the dancing episode. The last time I tried to put you in college, right. you both freaked out on me. What was it? Hellcats. Oh, wow. But we're going back. <laughs> Wait, didn't we watch Popular? That Popular was in was college. High school, yeah. high school still? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. This is our second college show. I yeah. have slightly more faith that Saskia's gonna like this one. Okay. In fact, I might know for sure. <gasps> is it already? Give me a G. Give me an R. Give me an E E K. What does that spell? <laughs> it's Greek. It's Greek. I know how to spell. This is too early. Tune in next time for the OC versus Greek. Yay! Chocolate milk. Thank you, Hannah. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.